Hello. 87. Evening, us again. This is number 87 yeah. of a Touchline Ramp podcast. What are we talking about this week? This week we're going to be talking, we're going to be looking ahead to the Europa League final because that's, you know, okay, damn big, isn't it? Um, we're going to look back on Man City and Pep and their domestic treble. Um, we're gonna move. We're gonna do. We're gonna redo. We're redo this week. We're gonna jump on board the Trans European Express. Yeah, we haven't done that in a while. So I'm really looking forward to this. We're going to the Trans European going Express. into Europe. We're gonna it's go Europe to... related. Yeah. we love Europe. We on do this podcast. We enjoy Europe a lot. So we're gonna go. We there. want more of it. Yeah, we're gonna remain there for a little oh. bit while we go through Italy to look at Syria. Mm. Uh, there's some big managerial changes and players leaving clubs. We're gonna then Can we go to Spain. We're gonna pop to Spain uh, because we've got Zidane versus Gareth Bale, haven't we? That big old scrap. Yeah. Uh, and also, Ajax uh, completed the domestic double and yeah. the celebrations that happened. We're gonna discuss Ajax. What can a little they keep hold of? Well, yeah, and we're gonna look at you know what players can they with that squad fall apart? Probably a bit of feedback. And then we're gonna do also gonna talk the very very impressive Leon Ladies side oh. who deserve a huge mention this week. Um, so that's this week. Hopefully. You'll stick around to hear all of that that we just described to you. You should. We know what we're doing. Don't we, Skim? Uh, uh. Well, that's a recommendation. This is the Blender Coach, and you're listening to a Touchline Rants latest podcast. Back of the net. Oh, you still recorded it, you. We're doing a football quiz. Do you know what's going to be on? No, I It's off season football quiz. Oh. We've got a guest quiz master. Managed to get that. Is it Pascal Chimbonda? You wish it was. Oh. Uh, it's a Fraser Digby. Yeah? It's not. No, it's on no. July the 10th, Wednesday. Yeah. Um, yeah, come along. Book? How can you book? Eventbrite. Uh, just go on Eventbrite. Just on do there. that. Then. Uh, yeah, 10th of July. It's on a Wednesday. Come chat footballs and do a footballs quiz. And there's or, no Pascal Chimbonda. Okay, it is at Little Man Coffee Shop. I haven't mentioned that. And it is for Mind Charity because I like Mind Charity. It's a great charity. Yeah. Little Man Coffee, July the 10th, Wednesday. Job done. Yay! Oh, it's a big old European game happening. Are we getting on a... Can we go on a train? Yeah, we're going to get on the train early. We're going to go um, all the way to Baku. What's, what's the what's the lead-in of this journey? The lead-in to this journey? What's it, what would we call it if we were to... <sighs> are we going transcontinental? Mm, transcontinental is probably close to it, yeah, I would imagine. We're going to the Europa League final, which is happening next Wednesday. Oh, OK. So we won't be... Uh, we will be recording when it's on next week. So we're previewing it now, ahead of it. It's a good old game, this Arsenal-Chelsea. I cannot wait. I think it's a really good game. It's it's almost been overlooked, didn't it? Well, almost. It's definitely been overlooked because of how dramatic the two semi-finals were for the Champions League. Like, they were madness, weren't they? Those two results to get two English clubs in the Champions League final was madness. So yeah. this Europa League has almost been overlooked. What's been overlooked is how good and clinical Arsenal have been in that. 
I mean, they brushed aside Napoli yeah. in this competition. And Valencia. And Valencia. Like, they've done, they've done amazing things in this competition. Is this the best quality the Premier League has ever shown? Because I was thinking about this. I was pondering this recently. I was saying, like, it's going to bring that quality, high class of players to the shores. And it's just going yeah, to be better. That. It's going to be the best for the game. So on, on the basis of that, I don't think that brand is, like, that's just flying high. All the big managers, all the big players are staying put when they can. Mm. Um, Aguero's not going anywhere. Like, that Man City, City side is just going to remain. Nothing's going to break that. No, no, that. They, and Pep's going <clears> to <throat> remain. And you've got, like, high-quality, high-caliber uh, managers and, and players all competing to get into it right. now. The thing that you've got coming up is with this game, if we take it back to the Europa League final, is that what you've got is actually two clubs that have, I would say, you suggest that this elevates English football. Watching English football very closely, I think what this highlights is that two sides that have been brushed aside in the league and, and put under enormous pressure in the league yep. with two new managers, like Allegri was put under an enormous amount of pressure. Maurizio Sarri is put under more. And they're battling and on their league form, you would say that they've been mediocre, both sides, I'd argue, in the league, compared to their usual standards. Um, it's building, though. It's building. But, yeah, it's building it up. So it's actually a massively important game. Like There was that huge rumour during the rounds, wasn't there, that um, Sarri's actually may be made betting favourite um, for the Juventus job. Yeah, that's that's circulating now. Yes, yeah, so Sari is the betting favourite to take over at Juventus. We we'll go to it in a bit, but what we'll I'm suggesting that. is that they've actually they've actually had all right seasons, these two clubs. But I think it just elevates that I don't think it necessarily is good enough to elevate them on a European like platform. Without these two Even, finals going ahead, you're still debating whether I just don't I think that, I, that, that, my work we it, can't make this a Let's, we can... Let's go... Well, look, we haven't even gone to Europe yet. Let's go hang to on. Europe. We'll Let's go, go to no, Europe. No, no, no. Let's we go to... Do... I'd like to go to Europe now, no, Hang on. I want to discuss... One thing is, what I would say is that... This season, if we briefly talk about where they finished in the league, yeah? This season, my worry is that it's actually shown that the league isn't that competitive. Because without Liverpool this season, the league looks like League 1. Uh? Like, it, it, it is so lopsided. And yes. Arsenal and Chelsea have suffered a lot from that. So have Man United, but they would keep it Arsenal-Chelsea now because of the game. Arsenal and Chelsea have suffered a lot from that this season. Like they just haven't been good enough. But they've still managed to have credible performances in the Europa League and get to the final. It's a fascinating game. I think they get a lot of stature because of the managers they have and the, the type of players that they can pull in. Look, Allegri did a fantastic job at coming in and to having a better transition from a legendary manager than Manchester United ever managed with David Moyes. He's done really well this year. He's done he's an amazing job at Arsenal. What this game meets signifies to them is if they win, it means that they're in the Champions League. So we all know how important that is to Arsenal Football Club. And this big. Yeah, they so they can get into the that's 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 a, a large amount. It is. They they can get into the Champions League by winning this. So they, then that means that Allegri gets even about more... This a lot, yeah, Allegri gets even more money Wolves. than to put the funds in 
to the club. Because this is the thing, Wolves will strengthen a lot. Wolves, I think, are a bigger threat to the top four than people realise. Have you written all this down like on, on your in, I've got in it spare all. room, all like on the walls, I've got like Excel. in yourself? Yeah, so I think that's how important this game is to Arsenal, they win. But to Chelsea, it's important on a different scale. Yes, they can get in the Champions League, but they're in it anyway Yeah. through the league. So their importance on this is all coming, the pressure's all coming from the, the playing staff. Because they don't know if Sari's going to be there. Hazard's they don't going. know if Hazard's going to be there. Go. The pressure on Chelsea Football Club right now is ginormous. I think this game is one of, is the, the more interesting of the European finals. I can't wait to see it. because Whoever you don't loses, know, he's you... under extraordinary pressure next season. Yeah, but I think if, Sari will remain least... because he's in demand right now. Uh, Emery is, is going to be, be there given and another season. G- Emery's going to be given one more season. I'd oh, say. look. Uh, uh, I want him to stay. Oh, yeah. I keep saying Allegri. Um, Unai Emery will be there. Ne- he will be there next season, regardless of the result of this. He will be. He's done an amazing job, Emery. Um, Sari, I hope, gets given another season. I think he will because... I think it hinges on this game, man. I do really do. It's If it was any other football team, I would say no. But it's Chelsea. And we all know what Chelsea are like with their managers. I think this is... And, uh, shout out, please. Shout out. The Gormley-saurus wants Sari gone. And the Gormley-saurus... Yeah, he okay, wants Sari gone. even posted a picture of him holding up a certain finger outside Sari's office when he was at the Chelsea like ground. That's how much he wants him gone. And the Gormley-saurus mm. is never wrong with Chelsea managers. He's like... The, he's, he is. He's like death himself. <laughs> right, we've right, gone off... No, we haven't. We've gone. Yeah. We've talked very much about how Arsenal have played, how Chelsea have played. Okay, it's a very interesting yes. European final. We've talked way more about this game than we needed to, okay. and it's it's been fun times. I enjoyed that. Who yeah. do you think will win? Let's leave it as a. Oh, like I want Arsenal to. Okay, just you want Arsenal to to turn up. You want Arsenal to win because obviously you're an Arsenal fan. I actually want Arsenal to win because. I think it means then the money that Unai Emery was given this season, and he was given a good amount to rebuild that team a certain level. There's more rebuilding needed at Arsenal, especially in the back. At the, in the back, a lot of change. If he gets given that Champions League money, Arsenal could get some very interesting players next season. That is what, yeah, and I think that, they could that, get could, very be, that could be the difference. I personally think the pressure is on Chelsea way more than Arsenal. I think Arsenal will win. I really do. I think there's more pressure on Arsenal. Way more pressure on Arsenal. No, I think because they're settled. They're not getting rid what, of them. What, they'll just accept right. any? Uh, no. Because they're not in... Champ- they're not in no, the they're more... The pressure's on Chelsea more because Arsenal know that even if they don't win this, their manager isn't going to get the sack. They're not going to lose their star player. Chelsea could win this final, still lose their manager because they could still sack him because yeah. it's Chelsea, and they could lose Eden, Eden Hazard and they can't buy anyone for a year. Like the pressure on Chelsea to get this result is massive. I start, yeah, but uh, there's no changes. Do you think right, if, we can leave okay, it there? Okay, so we've if, too if, long. if Chelsea don't win, do you feel like Sarri's going to walk? No, I think they'll sack him. Yeah, so you think he'll go? He'll go. That will, I don't. If if Arsenal lose, Emery won't get the sack. All right, I want to revisit this and see what actually okay. happens because Emery will not get the sack if Arsenal lose it. But Chelsea would sack Sari if he lost it. I just want Arsenal to win this so much. I think they will. Right. Anyway, anyway. We're anyway. leaving That's it there. Okay. Unai Energy. Hello. Probando. Undo. Tre probando. Te llamo. Send a message in Ang. FM.
Man City, yeah? Yeah, Man City, the juggernaut rolled on. Mm-hmm. Even you're a fan now. Well, yeah, I am. What I would say is that it was a disappointing final, wasn't it? The FA Cup. It just shows. It was disappointing because it was just nothing. We predicted that. It was, yeah, we did. We said they'd win heavily. Um, we listen, watch back. Um, it was the nothing game. And look, they got hammered. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous now, Man City. It's, it's stupid. They're so good. Like, if he'd won the Champions League as well this year, which they could feasibly have done, if they'd beaten, gone past Spurs, I would have said they'd taken that Ajax team. Mm. You know, it was a, you know, a great game, Man City versus Ajax. But I think... Well, they couldn't have tried anymore. No, and look, they nearly beat... So I think, yeah, if they had done, I think this would be talked about a lot more than it is. But he's, he's done an amazing thing this year at Man City. Amazing. It's just, it's just the FA Cup disappointed me because it's so far thing. apart. A historical occasion. Yeah, it is. Um, can I ask a question? Played, um, will play. Get your opinion on something? Sure, of course right. you can. It's a little bit controversial, of you can. so stick with me. Okay. Another topic of um, the financial allegations currently at Man City. Mm-hmm. No one, they asked Pep about it because Roberto Mancini has come out and said, well, some of my paychecks weren't even from the club. They were just from a... Like a, a foreign account. Does so, that surprise you? No, but it's a massive accusation that he's made that the club were the only people paying him. They, Pep Guardiola got asked this. Have you ever had these things? And I think it's a fair and just... And he went, he went, he lost it a little bit and was just like, I'm sat here after winning three trophies and you're asking me about my money, uh, money issues. But I thought it's a fair question in a press conference. What do you think? Is Pep right to be like annoyed saying... Why are you asking me about finances of this club when I've just won the FA Cup? Or is the journalist right in saying, well, it's right club for another talking. time? Like, it's for another time. But I think, it, I, I think it was really good journalism myself. It's ballsy. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Saying that, if the timing's not there and that's your one shot, yeah, exactly. you're that's, not going to well, throw away you, your shot. They're not, that's the last press conference Man City are going to have hmm. this, this season now. We don't have another game. They're done. The season's done and over. Done. Are they done? Yeah, they're done. Done. So only Liverpool anyway, and Tottenham. Anyway, more credit so, to Man City. That's but no, what Man saying. City. Like, yeah, I think Man City have done a really good job. We said this last week. We were like, if they win the domestic travel, which we predicted historic. they would do, it was going to be a story. But why do we also like Pep Guardiola before that? Yeah, well, look, Pep is... Media savvy. Knows he's... exactly what he's doing. Meticulous. Do you know that cardigan? A, bl- a blooming nice you know that guy. that cardigan that he wears? The jumper. It's a cardi. Mm. It's a cardigan with a hood. It costs something like four grand. Mm. You're not understanding. I heard that. Yeah, but do, do you know why that is? Because it's an expensive cardigan. No. Do you know why that is? Because his wife does the clothing line. And so when he wears it, and she gets, gets it. Uh, That's how things rotate. Uh, see, it's Clever just that, like, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I just, it's dark. Did you, were you aware of that? No, I prefer... I, sometimes now, I, look, sometimes that, I look back... Does that make more sense now? The, yeah, but it mm. still makes me long for the days of Barry Fry a little bit, thinking stuff like that goes on. But he would do the same. Yeah, but... He probably had a line of sheepskin jackets. Barry Fry would have now, if he was involved in football now, he'd have everything. Look, Barry Fry deserved to be in this generation of football owners. He'd have had a right laugh. Um, what, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Right. What are we talking okay. about? Okay, we were talking high yeah. fashion. We were talking <laughs> gen- gentlemanly cardigans. We were talking Barry Fry. And then we went on to Barry Fry. 
Oh, we're leaving it a very far. Well, <laughs> we're, we say, we're saying congratulations, Man City. Like, well done, Man City. It's the best, leave, best, team, <laughs> best team I've ever seen in the Premier League. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it's it at Barry Fry. It's coming over the goal. This is Betty Ekpey. Oh, no, Messi is a goal. It's corner. It's not coming over. It's a goal. Syria. In Italy. In Italy. Okay, let's talk Italy. Um, Ronaldo's yeah, doing all right. A, yeah, well. Right, he, he, what, he got voted player of the season. Didn't he win it? He did, well, yeah, he got voted there. He, he won it. Was, he did. Outright. That's what I'm saying. He, yeah. He got voted. So what are you scoring so, him for? Because um, he didn't deserve to. On what grounds? Because Quagliarella has done better than him at 36 years old. Quagliarella is Serie A top goal scorer. 36 years old. Who votes for it? I don't know. If, I don't know if it's a journalistic award or a player's award or whatever, but um, I think it was the official league. So like it would be like the... Barclays Premier League of the season over here, mm-hmm. whatever the, the sponsor is. Um, I just think it's, I think it's the wrong decision. I think Quagliarella deserves it. He's had a swan song, especially because this year you talk about romance. You talked about the romance of Raheem Sterling recently. Quagliarella, it's come out, was stalked. Yeah, stalked massively. You knew that story before, right? Well, not in the depth that I've we mm. found out this year. And it's like a it's like a theatre. It's like a play yeah, in itself, he isn't it? Stalks massively for you, and it affected his career to the point where when he went to Juventus, who was his childhood club, he couldn't perform there because so the stalking had heightened so much. Scene one, if we still play, yeah, he'd be at his boyhood club, who loves. Well, he went. He went to. He ended up at Juventus mm-hmm. whilst the stalking started, and then it intensified to a degree where he was like, "I couldn't sleep. Mm. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't." I couldn't train properly and he just wrecked his chest. and the Juventus fans booed him and then when it came out the story of what had happened when Sampdoria played Juventus the Juventus fans unveiled a huge flag and you know how they do it in Syria they unveiled a huge flag across the whole banner apologising to Quagliarella for booing him when he was their player because they didn't know what, the, what was going on in his life the whole stadium gave him an apology Quagliarella has had a a poetic season mm. and to finish the season at like 36 37 top goal scorer when Ronaldo was joined your league and you outscore him at that late of an age like imagine that it's what a story mm. he deserves it more than Ronaldo Ronaldo's won it because he's Ronaldo Ronaldo got accused um, of rape this year Ronaldo that's the season he's had he has not been had a successful season okay so again like we don't know what's going on off the pitch We'll never know. No, so but he's, he's up on Quagliarella. That's the accusation. You know, so he's had an awful season um, compared to Quagliarella. Can All we right. move away from Quagli- Ronaldo? Quagliarella, Quagliarella loving. Can we, <laughs> can we move? Well, can okay, we move should we, is it time to say goodbye? It is time to say goodbye because Juventus, the aforementioned Ronaldo's club, Juventus have just, uh, just secured their eighth league title on, on the trot. It's pretty much a sewn-up league every year. Juventus will dominate it and win it because they're so good. Um, what it's done is... Th- Allegri has been told by Juventus his contract wasn't going to be renewed. He was open about it. They were all open about it. They said to him, we're not going to renew your contract. And it's, we think you should leave this summer. So they essentially sacked him. Um, 
And yeah, he was mutually consent and stuff. But Allegri's got... Now, that puts a huge manager on the table. That is a massive, huge... Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a good huge. Wow. It's you a meant huge that. manager on the table. You meant that. Now, I did. I would love to see... I, I'm very interested where he ends up now. Because there's a lot of clubs I'd be interested in Allegri. It looks as though... Um, the intim- the Juventus favourite is now Maurizio Sar- is Sarri mm-hmm. um, because it looks as though Sarri's uh, happy Conte pretty much done deal he's joined Inter they're starting to announce it as like, pretty much official now wow Conte I was as soon as Allegri I did not know that as soon as Allegri stepped down I thought Conte would be going back to Juve I thought they've got rid of Allegri because Conte's on a free he's not attached to a club and he's going to come back and finish what he started. Because you know Juventus like a story. So Conte started... Who doesn't? The, we do. Yeah, so Conte started the league titles and this reign of just brilliance in Italy. But Allegri has turned it more. Like, I believe Conte... Yeah, Conte won three and Allegri's won five. So Allegri's kept the stick. But what he's failed at is the Champions League. And I think Juventus... I was convinced Juventus were going to market this. Conte's coming back to finish where he started and win the Champions League. But he's got okay. Inter. Uh, otherwise, De Rossi. Oh, Dan as well, sorry. De Rossi's left. We'll, sleep, we'll go back into that. Roma, De Rossi's left. Yeah, the, but Daniele De Rossi. The war machine that is Daniele De Rossi. What's a player? Yeah. But what a player. Do you want to hear a Daniele De Rossi story? Re- make it quick, but yeah, yeah I do. Uh, well, then when there was unrest in the fans at Roma, the ultras broke into the training ground and smashed up all the players of the first team at Roma and all the directors. They did not touch Francesco Totti or Daniele De Rossi's cars. They're the only two cars that remained. That's um, that's how much Daniele De Rossi leaving Roma. That's what an impact. They've got no Totti and they've got no De Rossi. It's a break from a very recent past that I enjoyed. <laughs> All right. So, is there anything else you want to chat to now? Because we we got like uh we got we're going to act out a thing with. Oh, we go do that in the next segment. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. right. No, I'm done on this. That's my you. That's my Syria roundup. Yeah. I guess for the season. Okay. Anything to add? No, just the next next bit. Next. Keen on All right, he's moving. The replay, something that he really didn't want either way. No, I was really looking forward to it. I thought it'd be a good idea for a minute to go. I thought we'll you know give him a goal because I'd like to go to Ellen Road on a Tuesday night. I haven't been there. For, I haven't been up there for a few years. So I want to do like a little thing because I can't get my head around this situation. Mm-hmm. Because, to be honest with you, I can't see why anyone wouldn't play Gareth Bale on a, pro- on a professional level, no matter what's going on off, off, okay. off right. the pitch. So I think we need to dig a little bit deeper because we don't know the details of the, the Zidane-Gareth Bale Can I propose something to you then? Yeah, go for it. Let's do a little bit of role-play. We've never role-played. You ready for some role-playing? I, th- I th- I think I am, yeah. Okay, right. You be a disgruntled Welsh footballer living in Madrid with hair. Right, okay. You've got the hair sorted. I will be a French legend mm. and former Galactico okay. who's just won three Champions Leagues I think you're, you're becoming a role. Okay, I'm becoming... But you know I'm Gareth Bale, yeah. And I, <clears> I helped you out of the quagmire that was the Champions League final. With an overhead kick. Yeah. How about that? It's a good goal. Mine was better. Are we doing it? Yeah. 
Oh, this is that. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> see, see, somebody's at that level. So, okay. You might have once been the world's most expensive footballer, but you're 29, and you're not as good as you think you are, Gareth. <sighs> um, Zinedine. Yeah. Three years left on a contract, sunshine. Um, Ooh. Do what I want. Uh, and well, to be honest with you, I could play a bit of golf. This is my problem. See, this is why I'm leaving you on the bench, this attitude. If you'd come in and you were fighting for this team, you'd be in more. But you're not. Mm. Mm. You're but content. if you need that, can you just talk English to me? Okay, today, if I'd had a fourth substitute available to me, you still wouldn't have come on. That's harsh, but do you know what? I can do with the £17 million on a three-year contract. If you're not going to use me, golf course. Golf course. Right there. I'm going to nine-iron you. <laughs> so that I'll was... That I'll, got just, us a bit I'll just closer. play golf. That got us a bit closer, if you will. I think. If you right. will. And out and seen. 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 And stage fruits. I think that's got us a bit closer to where they're at here. I think it's two big personalities, big names, butting heads. And Zidane will not be beaten by Gareth Bale. Who's in the right? Um, Whose side do you take? Whose side do I take on this? Gareth yes. Bale. Okay. I think Gareth Bale should be playing a lot more for Real Madrid. They've had a poor season. Gareth Bale is far too good of a player to not be utilising properly. Vinicius Junior has been superb Sensational. This and that's Sensational. half the problem. But I do think that they deserve to treat Gareth Bale with a lot more respect than they have been. Um, I agree. Yeah. Should we, uh, but we don't know what's said. We don't know what is going on. It could be other, other, other there things. There could be other uh, factors, but I just think they need could to... could be slight underhand, underhand tactics to get Bale back into the Premier League. But they're just trying to get him off the wedge when they can clearly survive without him. But yeah, oh, look, it's, oh, we said this before. Don't be surprised if if Spurs win this Champions League. I genuinely wouldn't be surprised to see Gareth Bale try and negotiate his way back to Spurs. There it is. I really wouldn't. Hi, Touchline Rants. Um, it's Sydney's chatting corner here. Um. Well, Dad, if you're listening to this, I just wanted to know that I love you. And Mitch, if you're watching this, have a lovely time in Australia. We'll miss you lots. Have a nice one. And Alex, if you're listening to this, hope the editing goes well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know that um, you are amazing and don't stop doing what you love. Bye, guys. It would be wrong of us this week to not take a minute to sit back and recognise the achievement of what uh, Leon ladies have done in the last seven days for ladies football. They've won their fourth consecutive Women's Champions League. How are they so dominant? And they beat a very, very good Barcelona side. And they're, they're so dominant. Like they're so dominant on a European stage. They won it the year that it was here. And I believe they'd be maybe PSG that year. But this is... Leon is showing what success can be on a women's female front and how big, much publicity it can get you. So it's sort of setting the tone. Yeah, they're being... doing very, very, very well. They're very dominant. They've got some amazing players. And I just thought we it would be wrong of us to not mention it. Mm. That they, they've won their fourth consecutive Women's Champions League trophy. That is 
a massive, massive achievement. And more people need to recognise now that women's football is a, is a serious and competitive sport that needs to be paid attention to. Mm-hmm. It's very, very, very good. The quality of it is superb right now. And close to home, you know, with Car- we've seen Cardiff Bluebells yeah. firsthand. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the quality's really good. The, it's such a good level at the minute, women's football. You know, and it's, I just want, yeah, just so, so yeah, just we'll, a, we'll just leave it there. Just out. a brief shout out, really, to no, shout, Leon Ladies. Shout out. Leon Ladies. Okay. okay. Um, across I, the border. We're still, we're still we're in still Europe. We're still in Europe. Yeah. Across We've the border. Italy, Spain, hmm. um, France. Yep. And now we're going, we're go- we going now? We're going to the Netherlands. We're going to the Netherlands. <laughs> we're going to, man, Ar- we're going to Amsterdam. This week, man, it's taking us a long time to record. We've been all over the place. streets of Amsterdam. Those celebrations were something else, weren't they? Yeah, I think it was, it, it was a bit of a burn, to be honest with you, to have the, the, <laughs> The comparison of Ajax winning to Man to, City. To Man City's. I mean, again, complete. That's football oh, out of context, that was so to say the least. Funny. But whoever edited that did a fantastic job. Just the way that they've got Man City celebrating in front of just some people in, in the evening. Just like, uh, yeah. yeah, right at the end. They've yeah. done it a million times. Yeah, that's like, well uh, worth checking out. Yeah, and then Ajax have got. Was it 250,000 people, people lined the streets? Lining and the street. those are actual celebrations. I'm really, really, really happy for Dusan Tadic. Yeah. Really yeah. happy with him. Because he's just shown brilliant. his absolute class and he's put his potential right out there in, in the sphere. And Can those, I... Was it, was it a double they won, yeah? Yeah, domestic double. Domestic Can I throw double. something out there about this Ajax squad? This, a different take on it now. Yes. Realistically... What Ajax should now be doing next season, they've won a huge domestic double, yeah, reclaiming the league from PSV, and they've got the world's eyes on them. They should realistically now use this to springboard to be a huge dominant European force. Yeah, but they can't do that because that's not the business model. But are they going to do it? Not buy in, just build and keep these players. Or are they actually going to become the next Monaco? Mm-hmm. Who no, they've always been that way, though. They've yeah. always been that type w- of player, which, the club. No, but they've already lost De Jong. Now, Monaco lost. Remember that really good Monaco side? All the players have been stripped from that side. Yeah. Now, are all the best players going to be stripped from Ajax? I think the major ones will. There's three that we're, we're aware of, which will... It looks right, it like looks, definitely going. De Jong has happened. That's official. Delict to Delict, Barcelona. Barcelona seems very, 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 very strong. And Ar- I think Arsenal would be a perfect fit for, uh, for uh, uh, what is it, Zai? Oh, uh, yeah, Hakim Ziyech. Hakim Ziyech. Sorry, Hakim Ziyech. Hakim Ziyech. I think... He's perfect for Arsenal. Yeah. If those three go, that's instantly like a brutal, brutal like pillage. I can see yeah, that. Yeah, those three are huge. Like, they are the biggest, I would suggest. On the David Neres is not far behind them. David Neres is a dangerous player. Yeah. So if they do but, get yeah, stripped, they, look, it's then... just interesting. Will they get stripped, or will they now build on this and become the next so, style Juventus? How can they they reinvest with big players? They they grow within. Yeah. So when you've got big name name players like De Jong and De Ligt going, De Ligt, look, De Ligt is not confirmed. 
There's nothing. It's just the very, very heavily rumoured that Barcelona want to sign him. So, but De Jong is confirmed. We've, there's, no, there's not been an offer, as far as we've been told. No okay. offer's been received for De Ligt. So Ajax, if they manage to keep hold of De Ligt this summer, which they might do, he loves that club. More than loves it. It will be huge. More than loves it. Okay, excellent. This leads into my next question to you. Yeah. Do you agree with the statement that Roy Keane said about the difference between players in De Ligt of Ajax, who's 19 and and, and a captain in his club, Mm. to that of Rashford and Lingard, who want to be Instagrammers and set their own big big things on the side? Do you agree with that way of thinking? Okay. Look, I'll just put two trains of thought out there for now. Yeah. I think you can sum this up. When you look back over history, I can, right, I can throw you two different types of player and they will fall in those two categories, yeah? Where one is just a pull your socks up, like James Milner, and then one is Paul Pogba, yeah? Mm-hmm. So they're two, those two differences. Roy Keane would definitely have been in the just professional. We know he was. Players like Daniel Del Rossi, he would be in that. He didn't care about social media and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um... I'd put Chiellini in that category. I'd put Benucci in that category. These players don't care about the celebrity side of football. They the care changing about football. of the times. They, change, they care about football. Gattuso would have been in that. Pirlo would have been in that. Um, on the other side of the coin, you've got Jesse Lingard, you've got Marcus Rashford, you've got Paul Gascoigne. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like That style Those... of celebrity footballer, George Brown, they're the two different styles of footballer. Yeah. And it's what trainer thought is why I would suggest one is romantic and one is realistic. So footballers have spending a lot. Is are you George Best? The, the game's changed so much now. If those pull your socks up type of players were to were to coincide with, um, were to go along with that way of thinking, yeah. they would it would they would still be monetized and they will still be used as commodities. Oh yeah. So with with Roy Keane saying that, it also fills into another point in mind. Roy Keane saying that. Like how can what who's who's right who's wrong? You just don't know. It's a bit harsh to call out players when it's when it's when that is the way. So I'm pretty torn between it, but I just don't think it's it's forgetting that football's moved on so much that on that level, for for that time, you are at the mercy of the business which takes hold. There's no, there's none of those t- t- sort of players anymore. It's just that way. Because if Lingard and Rashford go elsewhere, they would they would still have to navigate around. Yeah. They would still get paid for be having the potential and, and operate the op, the level that they operate on. So what is one hundred twenty thousand a week, and then Delict's on what? What do you think he's no, on? Rashford, yeah, I Delict is probably on about forty five, fifty grand a week, if that. Yes, that's not a lot, is it? No, but. From a scale point, you know, it's look, we're living in a world Probably where less than that, I'd okay, say. Look, I think less than that. Maybe, maybe. We're living in a world at the minute, though. Well, you, I mean, you could be on 20 grand a week. You don't know. You don't know what the on. I don't know what Ajax pay, really. But you're living in a world where the highest paid footballer in the Premier League is Alexis Sanchez. So that says a lot about money in football right now. It compared to, you know, that's the difference between Delict and Sanchez. Okay. Um, go on, send this section up. Um, Roy Keane. Interesting. Hello. Can I help? You have reached listener feedback.
This is a great podcast. Right, as we've we asked for every week. So the been... only way we can get better is to listen to some feedback and get better. I mean, that was very interesting, cutting me off. But <laughs> um, every week we ask people to send us their feedback of the podcast. And we've been inundated again this week. Do you want to hear some feedback that we have this week? I would love to. Tariba West. He's been in chat. He's been on. And he said, I haven't been this excited since my hairdresser stopped green hair dye for the first time. Which I thought was lovely. Mm. Very excited that day, as we all know. Andy Impey. He's uh, he's annoyed, is (laughs) Mr Impey. Because Tyrion Lannister didn't get given the throne. Um, I don't know what that's got to do with football or what that is, if that's an indictment of our podcast or not. I don't know. Tamori Kitspire. That was just noise. That was just noise. There was no words in Kitspire's. It was just angry sound. It sounded a bit like kicking. Uh, Miranda's been on, said Teabags. Asamoa Gian, he's been on. <laughs> and... Uh, he says, big yeah. <laughs> Asamoah Gian says, yes. Um, Brett Emerton has been on and said, good day, folks. And the podcast is much better without Mitch. Bonza. Oh, I think we can leave it there. Uh, I just want to say, though, Andy Impey. Yeah. I uh, was a collector of the, the football stickers in school. Really yeah, like well, them. All, yeah. Always had an Andy Impey. Always had you, mate. He was a I very had about big... twenty swapsies of you. He was a I was over over you, but you he... did look cracking. Yeah, I had looked a little bit small in that um, <laughs> in that Crystal Palace shirt. But <laughs> Andy uh, Impey, much love. Like, thanks for getting thank in touch. You. As thank you. But I sort of like you and dislike you for the sticker thing. Mm. Some more kiss fire. There's a quiz happening. There's a quiz happening on the 10th of... 10th... It's Wednesday. <laughs> so that's it for another week. Um, thank you very much to everyone who's listened slash watched and or both. What's going on? Um, thank What's you very happening? much. Um, we have got two bits of information to give you this week. The first one is uh, tickets are still on sale for our July 10th live I thought they were show. sold out. No, July 10th. Tickets are still available for our live show and quiz on July the 10th. Um, so hurry up and get your tickets there. The June the 1st event that we are doing for the Champions League final um, is sold out at Little Man. So stop trying to get tickets for that because they're gone. Rabble. Rabble Studio. Yeah, we are this week. Um, we're talking at the Cardiff Podcast Club um, at Rabble Studios, which is on Thursday the 30th. Um, starts at six o'clock. We'll be there, so come down and say hello. Um, so we got yeah, busy week. Also next Wednesday, we will be rejoined on this podcast by future host of the quiz, Paddy Ed, and we will be joined by the very very brilliant Tommy Heaney again next week. So we're really looking forward to next week back at Heaney's Cardiff. Have you got anything to add to this outro? Hung Min Sun dancing with ice cream. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever, ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. 
It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.